star. Now, your hosts, Barry Church, Danny McRae, Heckma Harrison, and Newey Scruggs. In the words of that Super Bowl winning quarterback, Russell Wilson, let's ride. <laughs> let's ride on the Players' Lounge here on a Monday, a short week, because the Dallas Cowboys are back into action. They are playing Thursday night at Jerry World. They get the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm about to, about say, to say Supersonics? Yes, yeah. Right. Yeah. Shout out to Sean Kemp. Oh, I miss the Sonics, man. You miss the Sonics? I miss the Sonics, man. Should, you know, that's that's one of the things that, that I'm really burned up about. They should never move, man. That's a great fan base. That was a great franchise. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Sean Kemp. Gary Payton, the glove. Sean Kemp. George yeah, I couldn't tell you who else was. I'm about to say, I don't know who else was on that. <laughs> Dale Ellis. Uncle Jack Ray Ray? Sigma. Yeah. Ray Ray was Lenny Wilkins coached the 79 championship team, man. That's it. Lenny Wilkins, man. Yes, man. The great Seattle Superstar. They deserve to have an NBA franchise back. Bring them back to the Sonics. Kevin Durant, drafted by the Sonics. Russell, Russell Westbrook, drafted by the Sonics, man. Better then than they, then they Oklahoma OKC, City. OKC, I'm about to say, no disrespect, but that's better than OKC. I mean, man, really? Yeah, y'all two y'all two acting the same, man. This man over here, he mad about, uh, like, he a fan of Buffalo. The dirt. <laughs> like, he I mad about the Seattle Supersonics. Can I ask a question? Yeah, How can I be upset about it if I pick the Eagles to win? Well, I picked them. The text, the text thread hey, says, all I, all I, says listen, my heart, all I was saying was, guys, look at this. <laughs> guys, look at this blunder we're witnessing together. They 6-6, six and six, bro. They got a whole bunch of blunders. It ain't just Jalen Hurts. <laughs> well, look, Josh game. Allen, Josh Allen, in times like those, especially like man, clock management, him and his head coach together, they are co-defendants on this. They, how do you fumble the bag like that? How do you have 24-14, fourth quarter, you and I, everybody, you're sitting in front of your television, hey, it's all they're about to lose this one. And all of a sudden, off the mat, oh, here you go. Hey, here, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help you out here. I'm going to – how do you throw the ball 51 times in a game that you're winning? How do you do that? I mean, it, that's the disconnect for me. Danny, how do you – time of possession – what do you mean? They, they they don't run. They're not a running football team. But they were having success running but, the ball. But they, but they they don't run. The, they, they historically the Bills have not run. Danny, the don't football. do me like this today, dog. Just, don't do me. The only yeah, quarterback, the best running back. Oh, they the best don't, they running don't back. run the ball. Yeah. They don't run the ball. And then we talk. And you said, oh, they didn't have none in the first half. Same thing with Kansas City last week. <laughs> and what happened to them? Yeah, Philly came through. They, they went out How there they and beat them. That's amazing. Kansas City decided not to score man? one single point in the second half and driving over. Oh, like they had a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Eagles defense had nothing to do with that? Take By the way, this is the Players Lab. That's Danny McCray. Yeah. There's yeah, Hepmer Harrison. Okay. There's Barry Church. Okay. I knew his Scruggs. We off to a fun start today. Nice. We are off to I a fun was... start today. Um, yes, Heckman Harrison, you did pick Philly to win 24-17. Danny, you had Philly 31-30. Uh, Church, you had Philly 31-28. I had Philly winning 24-21. Wrong, 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 wrong in the picks. Mm. But we all had Washington going down to the Cowboys, though. We all had that. Hold on. Wrong at what pick? You said we was wrong? Yeah, scores. Philly. Oh, the scores. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was yeah. real close. Yeah. We were all wrong. You know what I'm saying? 31 30 was close. I don't know. We, we were all on point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That dang close right yeah, there. He was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost had it, dog. Yes. We were right against uh, Washington. You were correct. Yeah, we were all right against Washington. We were all good there. We were all good. Uh, oh, oh, oh. San you Francisco. Wait, wait, wait. We go to San Francisco, Seattle game. There's only one person wrong there. Heckma took Seattle. 
Central, 20 yeah, to 2220. Uh, Jacksonville. You were the only one who was straight. We all, we all, the rest of us took Houston. Mm-hmm. Church back. was right. Uh, Russell Wilson's only two of us believed in. Let's ride. Uh, me and D Mac. Me and D Mac. <laughs> you thought it was in there, too. You thought I was in there. You had Cleveland 17 How did y'all? In no way, man. How did y'all? Come on, man. That was a complete guess. There was no skill involved in that. Y'all get, no way y'all thought that this yeah, that was, man was going to beat the number one. No way. Who's the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? DTR. And where were they playing? Yeah, man. Denver. Just, Denver, I, tough place to play. How many games is number one in a row? Yeah, I'm salty. I'm salty. I'm salty. They playing play play good football. Duval. I'm salty. Well, I'm not even trying to cover it up. I'm then, salty. Came, then came the Giants game. I picked New England. Barry, you picked New England. Oh, damn. Heck, you picked New England. You picked the Giants. How? Tommy man. DeVito. How? Tommy DeVito. Man. Look at this man. Oh, man. I stole your powers. Boy, Bill went over there with DeVito. Hey, CB, you said I won last week, too. Huh? Oh, all right. Thank you. Let me know what numbers you picking for the game. Bill Belichick down bad. Bill Belichick down bad, boy. But but back to the Cowboys. They went 45 to 10. Give me your one takeaway from this game. Church, start with you. Uh, if I can put my finger on it, it's got to be they don't play down to the level of the competition. I mean, if you look at it, they can only play who's on the schedule. And I can see if they were, you know, a couple games back and forth where they're tight with these crew. But I think I've seen a stat out there where it's the seventh game where they had a plus 20, you know, margin of victory out there. So you're looking at these, they're putting teams away and where they belong to. I think they only got caught slipping one time this season. I was in Arizona. Dobbs had a historical game, whatever the case may be. But you got to give credit to McCarthy with this one because no matter what the situation, he's going to have his team ready to go. And this team is not playing down to the level of competition. We'll see with these next couple weeks because they got they got some, uh, some teams coming through here. But this team, man. They're they looking dominant so far. No, everything that you just said, and I think just from an X's and O's standpoint, I'm, I'm happy with seeing McCarthy put some different tape out there, show some different – he had a, he had something in front of him that he know. look, I can tinker with some things. I can put mm-hmm. some different tape out mm-hmm. there using guys like Avante Turpin, giving him some different looks, even a nod to my man Eric Bieniemy with the way that he used C.D. Lamb, putting him in motion the way that they used to use Tariq Hill mm-hmm. in, in Kansas City. I like the way that Mike is starting to use C.D. Lamb more as a multiple player not just as a guy that's going to set up in the slot or be on the outside. But I think that was the one thing about it that, I, that stood out to me and my man Tony Pollard. Finally. <laughs> my man, the rock. And my man, Tony Pollard. Man, I mean, just it, for there, me man. as a takeaway, Tony Pollard, him finishing runs, we didn't know that he had that in him, but seeing him over the last couple of weeks do that and also incorporating my man Rico Dallow, who had three for 11. That's yeah, how you man, use him. That's how you <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going opposite of y'all. All right, because my big takeaway from this game was Dak is different. Okay, he's a different Dak now. All right, mm-hmm. he, I think he understands now that all that talk about us being a running team and playing to the defense, that is kind of out of the window, and the offense goes as he goes. Okay. And then he has a new swag. Not the turkey leg out of the red kettle. Yo, uh, like when, come on now. When, Think about it's premeditated. Think about uh, previous years, right? When you when you thought about Dak Prescott and celebrating yeah. all, you never thought Dak was going to do that. Dak has been spicy. Dak in the media, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> and now and now and now he's out there. Now he's out there pulling turkey legs out of the red kettle thing and having a hell of a game yeah. out there. He's yeah. getting multiple receivers involved, <laughs> and I think he, now he does understand that. Hey, this team goes as I go, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, right. Um, so that was my takeaway from it. My takeaway. Who's that now? Mike McCarthy. 
Play yeah, call. Yeah. He, he is. It's been. There's enough games right now. It was an upgrade. And he was correct in what they needed to do. And I was there at the press conference afterwards at Jerry World, and he spoke about how you know those first four or five games, and we looked like a first-year offense. Now, clearly, they are playing a lot better. And the offensive line is that offensive line that we okay. you were hoping to see at training camp that you, it took a while to get to. 77 is healthy. 77 Smith along with Tyler Smith. These guys are good. Biotish is playing well. And Zach Martin and Terrence Steele, Terrence Steele, who had a rough Philly game, Terrence Steele has come around here. That offensive line has kept Dak up, and he's had the ability to go back here and, and make the kind of throws he needs. But um, the play caller is doing his thing. You don't do it without the offensive line. Those guys are playing well right now. And watching your man Kellen Moore last night. Yeah, it's all bad. I'll you know, tell you, um, maybe he could be an analyst for Mike next year, something like that. Nah, nah. He's going to get another year, man. He's going to get another year. <laughs> well, well, somewhere. So he, he'll be there. Stanley's going to be about it. That whole, regime, that whole regime is probably all about it. <laughs> it's bad right man, now out West, man. Hey, who did, who did uh, the, the commander straight away from the defensive line? Young. Huh? Young. Young and sweat. Yeah, and sweat, huh? Okay, all right. Cause I know we was talking about you was talking about how the offensive line, how they look and all that stuff. I just want to make sure we we, we make sure that we on the same we, we keeping the same energy for like what they had on defense and how we should dominate them. I'm glad that we're gonna see a more competitive team coming into so, uh Right. So, so just to your point, and, and talking to Brian, uh, listening to Brian brought us on, on the Cowboys break, another excellent show right here on DallasCowboys.com radio network. Um, he spoke about those hits. Hey, they still got those two defensive tackles up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jonathan Allen, mm-hmm. and he said they were good. He said in terms of they, they're still a good a, a good group, but he's talking about how you saw Smith and Biotish. You know, they were handling those guys, and those guys weren't able to put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott. So, um you know, look that was that you talk about a team that was I was in the press box talking with the, the guy <laughs> JP Finley. We talk about a bunch of dudes who gave up, and then what I didn't know, Ron Rivera's wife sits in the press box. Oh wow! Mm. At every Jeez. game. Oh. At every game. That's that's tough. <laughs> you better be out here undefeated. I've, I've never yeah. seen that before. Man, that's tough. That's where tough. where mama in the press box listening? What you guys got to say? That's tough. Yeah. See, we got chest. People say some some out of out of pocket things in the stands. Uh, well, in, in the, the press, press box, box too. Yeah, in that's the even press box. Worse. In the press box. So yeah, Jack Del Rio got fired too. By the way, Jack, that, 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 look I at don't that understand. Fu- look at the Cowboys. So you trade away, trade away, sweating young. <laughs> okay. So so before that, before that. Now so so we're talking to Finley and Mitch Tauschers and some guys who who, who cover them up there. They said to, to say <clears> that <throat> is a is not looking at the whole problem. It's like they were bad when they had those dudes there. Mm-hmm. So it's been a problem all year long. They think Jack Del Rio's uh, schemes are antiquated and the change needed to happen. The DB coach, who, by the way, he got fired too. Uh, that was his boy. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, you, you, go. Um, that It didn't matter. Like, hey, look. The heat, the, the the defensive tackles were a bigger part of the problem. And then they're also like, hey, man, don't be fooled by these Sam Howell stats. He's getting a lot of this garbage time here, and he's putting up points. He's like, he's not necessarily the guy you need to look to for a franchise quarterback. And if Washington, you, you you make your coaching change, go find a quarterback. that They don't think that Sam Howell is that guy. So it was just interesting talking to the, those folks who cover them because they, they think, man, there's a whole lot of issues there. And you think about this today. So Jack Del Rio gets fired after the Cowboy game. Frank Wright gets fired two day, two games after the Cowboys. <laughs> dust up, dust up. Yeah, so we get guys there, fired, man. huh? Getting folks man. fired, man. I, I I I I would like to know their thoughts on why not if you're gonna trade away those two guys, mm-hmm. just go ahead and ask Del Rio at that point. <laughs> you mean uh, uh, if you, if oh, you sweat, uh, yeah, 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 gotcha. like you. 
you just probably wait, short. Like, I'm short week had probably something to do with it. They finished it. Man, they got rid of Del Rio at the right time. They should <laughs> look. He should. How he even made it to the season is probably the biggest mystery. But they wasted a lot of the great years for from a, an edge rusher that everybody thought was premier. That's yeah, the man. problem with it. And if it's antiquated, he just believed that he could get it done with rushing four and playing coverage on the back end. And teams are like. Oh, okay. They're not good enough. They're not that good enough on the back end. You're not that good enough, especially with the league changing the way that it is. So maybe that worked ten years ago. It just don't work today. That's exactly what the Washington guy said. What you said. That's exactly it, man. You listen to their whole podcast. (laughs) He said exactly what you said. The thing that happened, especially in that Washington, it's the whole nation watching. Mm And they out here pulling turkey legs, man. Yeah, they did. Out there. They, they pulling out the kettle, man. And 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 you so you've now embarrassed the man who paid six billion dollars. You can't embarrass people, man. When you when you folks get that's the same thing, Frank Wright and Carroll, you're embarrassed now. I saw Magic Johnson tweet when he landed. <laughs> he was like, how did landed? What happened to my nah, wife? You know, the most famous <laughs> smile in America is turned disgruntled. <laughs> disgruntled. What is this? Turned magic. But now, what's, I know you can't fire everybody. But <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> but the enemy, come on, he, he, he got to put a little bit in this as well. Sam Howell was his quarterback. He was, but you're looking at those third and one and them fourth and one calls, man. Like, Third and one. You throwing a fade on the outside? Yes. And then you turn around getting shotgun on yeah. fourth and one. Yes. And trying to put, come on, man. Be in the Everybody gone. And he's talking about garbage stats. Like, you know, he's just trying to hope that. Like, man, you that, that was the ultimate thing from, 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 from my boys. They're like, in a pocket, they did the emergency pod. They're like, look, Del Rio's fired, DB coach fired, Ron Rivera's getting fired, everybody's getting fired. Like, the whole thing. That's so upsetting. Like, Eric being me to me. Kansas, coming from Kansas City, he was the guy that was like the Rooney Rule scapegoat that you're like, how does – come on, let's keep it real. How does Eric Bieniemy not have a job? And you see him in a situation like this where Kellen Moore all last year was coaching to get another job. Eric Bieniemy has been winning Super Bowls, doing all – and he can't get an opportunity. And the one chance he get to be the exclusive coordinator – Lame duck coach. Why, running the ball. Why would you go there? <laughs> None of that. Oh, yeah. Why would See, you go and, there? And, and, that's, and that's the conversation we had about Dan Quinn when, when you when you talk about, okay, season ends, what job openings are there, and then how you decide that's the right place for me or I'm going to just stay where I'm at because that is a is – a, is a, a dumpster fire. That's a dumpster fire over there. And Eric Benjamin goes in there with Sam Howell, you know, in the office that he got. He looked at Scary Terry and was like, we good. Now you're not good. You're not good, you're not bro. Good, my brother. Well, it starts good. at the top. You had an owner. It was bad. And he was in his, his situation trying to sell and, and all this kind of mess. I mean, he went to a bad situation. How impatient does Eric, is he, though? I mean, in a situation where nobody's giving him specifically any credit for the success that Kansas City is having that's got to be frustrating now mm-hmm. regardless of the record regardless of this guy this prodigy that you're you're tra- in, in Patrick Mahomes you're not getting any of the credit for the play design the execution or the scheme and he's like well damn let's see it. do it without me then and they doing and they, it without they, they, so that's a whole nother disconnect that's a whole nother disconnect right there bro they they paid him so, so that's one thing Dan Snyder's done through the year. They, they, he paid. So Bianami got a nice contract. And they're hey, you know, Rivera's a defensive guy. So it's, it's all you. You're going to get you're going to get all the credit. He made the gamble. Um, personally, I would not have made that gamble. So, but hey, after the season, when they all blow it up, 
Yeah. He'll, he'll mess around he'll, and be a quarterback he'll, coach you, or something. You, you, know, why, you know why he made the gamble. Because all, all, all the talking heads, all the uh, Players Lounge podcasts, all that was like, why the enemy ain't getting the interview? Why why he taking interviews and he not getting a job? He heard it. He kept hearing it. He was like, I'm going to show him. <laughs> I got right. to do something. Everybody else said I'm getting messed over, so I need to go try to make a change and show him that I can do it without Andy Reid. And you know, sometimes when you bet on yourself, yeah, you lose. It don't happen. Well, you bet on the wrong. You bet. You you bet with the wrong people. You bet on the wrong. You bet with Dan Snyder. Gonna slide right in there. That's what he <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get rid of you know, him. Got, I'm gonna be right in there. Why are you shaking his peanuts up in here? Got Magic Johnson tweeting after every game, just just pouring as much gas as he can. I'm embarrassed. You know, he texted too. Like, hey, check that last tweet I sent. Check that last tweet. Take him right now. Retweet it. Retweet that, LeBron. Let's take our first break. When we come back, Deron Bland. Oh, man. He had some good, but he also had some suspect. Mm. Let's chat about that with Barry Church, Heckma Harrison, Danny McCrabb, New East Coast Players Lodge, brought to you by Tostitos on DallasCowboys.com radio. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the playmaker at getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code COWBOYSVIP. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection. Featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL Collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. There is no I in Dallas. There is no I in heart either. No I in Blue Star or in Lone Star for that matter. And there's no I in how about them cowboys? Smirnoff knows there's no I in football. Football is a we thing, an experience that is best enjoyed together. With good drinks and good folks, home or away, we rally together, we cry together, and we always rally cry together because there's definitely no I in Cowboys fans. Smirnoff, we do game days. Please drink responsibly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the Players' Lounge. 
Experience the most electrifying event of the holiday season, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. Every Friday and Saturday night through December 16th, Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza ignites the star in Frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers, including the world-renowned Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, Santa Claus, and appearances from your favorite Dallas Cowboy football heroes. Visit thestardistrict.com for more information. That is a good show. If you have not been, it's free. It is a really, really good show. So, and to get early, by the way, get the early so you can get, mm-hmm. get the spot. What's so. your night going to be, dog? Where your night? Yeah, that's a, thank you, Heck. Where's your night? Yeah. You know what I'm not? Oh, I, just, the, I had to scrape and claw to get 42. Right, oh, wow. Me in he wow. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably going to call him, have him and the family come down and light the tree up. Light the tree up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah, I, I agree. He rolled your eyes. I don't know what you're talking about. No, if somebody asks you to do something that you wasn't going to already be doing, then yes, it should cost some bread. I got to drive. I wasn't even coming up to the store. He got to drive from South Lake? Yeah, I need something. To light the tree. I got a tree at home. Tell him, church. I ain't leaving here with I'll come back. I'll come you going to throw your hat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a signal for it. It's going down. Me and Clarence, the, Clarin, the Q's. The Q's will come up here and light it. We will light you it up for community light. service, man. We light it on community up. Community service. We can light it on up. Oh, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Who was that at the tree? <laughs> I've, I've lit up the uh, te- I've helped light up the Texas uh, Motor Speedway Christmas tree several times. Oh, for, the, for, the, for the people. I watched your segment the other night too, bro. Yeah, you be killing it, bro. You've been killing it for a long time. Bro. I appreciate what, what, it. What, 11, 12 Emmys? He do the sports. Yeah, yeah. 13? Yeah, yeah. yeah, every now and then he turns on. He was standing by the red kettle bucket. No, yeah, well, you know, he told the story all. I mean, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A legend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why the man got the Emmys. Yeah. I went to one of my buddies, I went to business school. We're tight, tight. Man, we tight, okay? Tight. He's like, hey, man, I saw you on TV. Um, <laughs> you was doing a prayer. I was watching Fox, and my wife said, you ain't going to watch it, boy. And and then we, she turned it over, and you were there. And, you, and I saw you. I was like, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Two years. years later. First time he ever saw me. <laughs> Two years later. We didn't graduate. Met him in 21. Come on, late. Come on, late, dog. You come on late. He's be all late. He's a cap. It's all good. <laughs> Players that Barry Church, that is Harrison. Apple. That is Danny McCray. I'm Louis Scruggs. By the way, Toledo. Who you guys got this week? It's the championship game, right? Yeah, I want to say it's Ohio. You want to say? I want to say it's Ohio. <laughs> I just know we're 23 Miami in the nation. Ohio, <laughs> Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio. Miami, Ohio. Ben Roethlisberger, people. That's it. They ain't been good since Ben Roethlisberger, but. You know, Toledo finna take this. Okay. Uh, All right. Looks like you'll keep your coach, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hopefully he don't go nowhere. That man said it might be Ohio. Somebody in the state. Somebody in the state. Somebody up there. Ken or Akron. Somebody up in there. Somebody up in there. Yeah, not the Bobcat, not the Ohio Bobcat. As long as we in there, that's all that matters. We in there, so that's it. But most of all, I think your coach goes stay. Hopefully he does. Yeah, I mean, there's a coaching carousel going around here, but right now I think the best shot he has is Michigan State. And that ain't gonna happen. Cause you know, I don't know if you want to go up there. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's Big Ten, but you know. Thank you. Big Ten but means money. That's true. Pay but you, you cash. Can, you go up there. You. Come on, man. He's going to be there for two years. He's going to make four, he gonna make four times that, I'm trying stuff. to get that Jimbo. Uh, yeah, let that me Severus Bank? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you you said 76? I'm out of here. What do I sign? What do I like to do to Houston? He said, I ain't on no hot seat. You see my buyout? Ain't, I ain't scared. Boy, they is showed it. it, it they showed it. Yeah. Oh, they showed Wow. Man, what's his buyout? It was 14. Mm-hmm. And they Four, paid him that. Oh, yeah. They, they, he, they, they, before the season, he's like, you know, I ain't no hot seat for me. You see my buyout? They ain't going nowhere. Take this 14 player. How much money has the, have the Texas-based boosters dished out in the last month? 
Start, mm-hmm. Just starting with Jimbo. 76, 76 for Jimbo. 14. Mm-hmm. 14 and a half down in Houston. And what they already got a dish out for University of Texas and all. Mm-hmm. Like, what they – like, it's just – Some bread. Mm-hmm. Can't pay the kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kids are – the NIL, the portal's killing college football. No, you guys are killing college mm-hmm. football. So, and then – so, so the Wild Talk, Arkansas folks are upset because they won't pay $15 million to buy out Sam Pittman. Because they're looking at Texas like, hey, they're going to be college Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, like I gave last time. Yeah, yeah. I don't do this. Not going to happen. I don't do Jerry, it. like I gave, I gave last time. So, so it's, it's it very, very interesting. So, uh, Deron Bland, pick six, NFL record. Unbelievable. Mm. This fifth or sixth pick six? Fifth. Fifth. Man, that's crazy. Fifth. That's um, crazy. He did give up eight catches for 120 yards. Mm. Thoughts on that? Um Boomer bus game? Yeah, what do you think? I, I'm listen. He he gave up some catches. I, I said this before we even went into the game. The guys on the other side, they skill positions. They got some players on that side of the ball. They unfortunately, what happens in the league is if they see or what they perceive to be a weak link in your secondary, they're going to try to find a way to get their guy on him, and they're going to just keep on going at you. And what happens with a, with a guy like Deron Bland is because he's a turnover machine, you go to the honey hole too many times, and then you got to pay for it. I'm okay with, with how he played. Okay, he's going to give up some uh, some passes. I think we still forget that this guy's a second-year player. This is first year playing outside. Like, he has still got some stuff to learn. But then he makes you pay like that with a pick six. Uh, so I'm, I'm all right with it. He's going to get better. They're going to go watch the film. And I, I can guarantee you that Deron Bland is going to go out there. He's going to fix what he uh, what he got wrong. Yeah. And then you'll see him get mm-hmm. some more turnovers. It, it's it's wild to me to hear. <clears throat> I've never heard the, the stat, how much yards you've given up. Mm-hmm. Catches, whatever. I've never heard that. Uh, coming from a cornerback, I've, never, I've just never heard that be articulated until Diggs, when he had the 11, well, he gave up 1,000 yards, but – he got 11 interceptions. He set a league record. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? And, I mean, for me, I'm looking at Deron Bland. I wasn't sold on him. Danny, you had to talk talk about this over and over again until I just – I'm finally sitting there watching 26 uh, in, the, in the Washington game, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, that's study. When you pull the trigger like that, that's a guy that's watching film that's saying – because, you, come on, man, you know it. Mm-hmm. When you pull the trigger on something, it's because you've been repetition. You've been watching it over and over and over again. Everybody else in the other world that ain't played the sport don't understand that. But what I see Deron Bland doing is a guy that's making the most of his ability, but also obviously a coach that's sitting down with him and just explaining it. This is the angle that you take. This is how you pick this guy off. Dog, he has become a weapon on defense, and the conversation has to be had. Oh, it has to be had. The conversation has to be had. Do it. Same because if he had, because if he, he don't even need another one to be in consideration for defensive player of the year. Because if we we rate stats, what do we value? We value stats. Bro, this, this man has brought back five five pick sixes. He has seven on the year. We still got six more games to go. Now he, he deserves to be in contention, especially <laughs> when you look at Miles Garrett might be missing some time out mm-hmm. there. I mean, you, you got to sit there and say, the man already set a, a record for the most returns in a, in a season. So, Crazy. I mean, he's got to be in consideration for it. But at, this, at the end of the day, you know, all coaches will, will tell you this. I, and at least I, I'll tell you this. They're going to take a guy that gets interceptions over a guy that's kind of just in the hip pocket all the time defending pack, p- defending passes. Like, I'll always take a guy that's getting interceptions. Look at Asante Samuel Sr. when he was out there with the Patriots. 
He'll get he'll get beat on some double moves, but he'll what? also take his fair share back to the house. So to me, I'm always taking a guy that's going to take a risk. He might get beat every now and then, but he's also going to take get his as well. So I feel like a lot of coaches will agree with me when it comes to that. And Deron Bland, five pick sixes in one year. I mean, it's crazy it's ridiculous. And, and I want to add this too for Deron Bland because I'm I'm standing on the table for Deron Bland because he's a hell of a player. You know that there are I, – I, I don't like the stat with allowed – when he's covering or the closest defender, he allowed however many yards. Mm-hmm. Because there are instances, if you watch the game, where there may be a third and 20, <laughs> right? What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you, way make sure you don't get beat deep, right? Make sure they don't throw the ball over your head. Give up 19. Don't Unless give up 20, burn. right? That's <laughs> <laughs> all for now. Yeah. was bad. But, 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 <laughs> oh, my God. But, but you in a lot of situations like Wrong that time. when you're playing from ahead 25 points to yeah, where, hey, man, the way we got to stop these guys and not let them get back in the game is don't let them get a, a, one of those big-time plays, throw the ball over our head to get themselves back in the game. So if you don't watch the entire game, you just look at a stat that says, oh, he gave up a hundred and whatever yards, then yeah. you're doing a disservice to the guy how and how well he's playing. I don't understand the stat. I just I just don't <laughs> understand it. And like you just accentuated that point, all of it's situational, especially what you play in the cornerback position. Um, it was great because I was listening to uh, Brian Broaddus talk about that today. They were just kind of going through that. Um, and just thinking of, you know, all right, let's bring this up on the show and see, see what the players think mm-hmm. about it. Heck, man, and that's just, it's, it's good just kind of hear what you guys have to say about it. Deron Bland playing some outstanding uh, football. And I asked Jerry, is this some Dion-like kind of qualities watching, you know, seeing someone do what he's done? Because, you know, Dion was, was a great one in terms of getting the hold of mm-hmm. football and taking it back here. It was just fun to watch. And we were waiting in the media room after the game and – I guess it was Dak and Bland who were outside doing the, the turkey interviews, turkey leg interviews, and then you heard a loud roar, and that was Bland coming into the locker room hey, as they were cheering for him. And that just said a whole lot to me about what they thought of him. And then Dak comes in, and he gets the same roar and cheer. So that was cool to see a young man who's earned every single bit of, of what he has has done here with the Cowboys. Tremendous for a fifth round. This is a guy, fifth round. He didn't even get invited to the combine. I mean, didn't get an invite to the combine, came here, wasn't a big interception guy in college, and he just made the most of it when you talk about a guy. And, and I love that story, Jay, because basically when you go into the locker room after a game, and a lot of players are, man, I'm ready to get the heck up out of here. I'm showering. I'm getting out of here. For them players to sit around and wait for that man to come in there and give him a, a round of applause, man, it just shows how likable that guy is, how humble he is. I mean, we've interviewed him a couple times, and that's one of the most humbling guys ever out there. he go out there and say, hey, he'll give all the credit to his coaching staff or the defensive line. And that dude, man, he's, he's one of the ones that you love to cheer for. Man. It was a roar. It was, yeah, I mean, it was a lot because we could hear it where we're at. And you could just hear the loud roar. Then McCarthy came out and, and, and said, said what they – you know how everybody felt about him, and that just showed a whole lot there. And I think that's important when you talk about 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 the locker room in the clubhouse. It's just how guys feel for each other, and then this is two games in a row where one of the biggest cheerleaders for him is Michael Parsons. That's yep. big time. Yeah, big time. That, that's big you time. recognize the kind of do you recognize the kind of year this guy is having? If you're Michael Parsons, if you're these other guys, even when you put it into a historical context versus some of the guys that you think are some of the greatest players that ever played the game, you talk about Dion. Dion may have had um, it took him a career thirteen uh, years or so to get nine touchdowns or wherever he was mm-hmm. in, in that in that line, and that's a, he has five. His five. five. And that's that's the thing to me that kind of puts it all into perspective. Like, where's the rest of his career going to go? And it's not a one-off. Look at last year, five picks. And that's what's so so impressive. And I'm sure as a teammate, if I'm sitting there, man, we all – 
think we badass. We all think we good. But to sit there and witness this man be a ball hawk and do it over and over again, like you, you witness it. Like I have to say, look, dog, you see what this dude, dog? You got to give him his prop. That's why you get the roar because it's like we see it in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. Because I wanted to make sure. We we give LeBron, LeBron Bland all the love that he deserves, and I also want to give some love to Stephon Gilmore uh, because he's been playing well. He's not getting the interceptions or any of that, but I think also his leadership plays a part in how well Deron Bland and uh, yep. even Jordan Lewis and them are doing uh, when they're out there playing on the field. Uh, agree. Going back to training camp when you saw those guys working, and unfortunately, <laughs> um, Stephon Diggs, uh, little brother Trayvon Diggs with the Cowboys, has not been able, you know, got hurt and didn't get to play this year. But I think about. Byron Jones and I really like Byron when he was here. Perfect but the example. thing about Byron is he didn't he didn't get turnovers. Mm-mm. And you're seeing Diggs and you're seeing Bland now, the kind of guys you were hoping that they could eventually get. And and many times they're not available to you on the free agent market. And if they are, it's, it's a costly price. The Cowboys have drafted these two guys, one in round two and one in round five. They have locked up Diggs. And Bland still has two more years to go before his contract ends here. And if Diggs comes back healthy next year, and then you've got Bland, ooh, I mean, you you really, really are, are man, that's... that's we'll, we'll playing the nickelback. Baby. Say, is, would you say Bland's <laughs> better inside or better outside? Outside. Oh, outside. Yeah. outside corner. Outside. outside. Yeah. outside. Yeah. That's, he got five. So, so, <laughs> that, that's, so you know, that's the thing. is Who's, who's going to be the nickelback next year? They're going to get some work. I know that. So, yeah. so that, that's when you got to start looking and saying, okay, who, whoever we put in this position playing our, nickel, uh, our nickelback right. position, they got to be a player. Because they gonna get some action. Because mm-hmm. you, you can't keep taking risks, throwing it out there to, uh, to against Trayvon Diggs and throwing it out there against Deron Bland. Because you see how Deron Bland plays, he lined up nine yards, ten yards off, flat foot, <laughs> Sit and there. say, "Yeah," and say, "Throw the out." I dare you Please. to throw the out. <laughs> where, where do you think the Cowboys have been better at in terms of finding their talent? The offensive line? Nah, them is all or, first. Or the DBs right now? You start to think about you got Diggs was all pro with eleven picks. Bland is gonna be all pro. Uh, Tyler Smith looks, and this is, it may call me wrong or crazy, but looks like little Zach Martin over there at that left tackle spot. That I, I mean, left guard. I don't know if I move him out to tackle. He's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Tyler Biotis in the fourth round made the Pro Bowl last year. He's he's a solid guy. You've gone out and identified Terrence Steele as an undrafted free agent. He's helping you here. Obviously, they drafted Martin in the mm-hmm. first round. You drafted uh, Tyron. Tyron. I mean, they. They've done they've they've done a really nice job at those those two spots. They really know what to do right there. And and I stand corrected, man. I I was saying last week that they didn't know about Bland. Obviously they did. Obviously they did. The way that they treated him, he hadn't been on any special teams. He's been in his role with the Cowboys. So that's that's them saying, man, we know exactly who this guy is. We we're gonna take care of him. We're gonna make sure that he's fresh because he gives a, he he's a playmaker mm-hmm. and his playmaking ability has he's shown it. For the last two years, why they weren't deeply committed to him, I don't know. But obviously, going forward, him and, it's going to be him and Trayvon Diggs. Mm. No, no matter what, it's going to be him and Diggs, and then you can put everything else around him. Where we had been coming to the season thinking, Micah, Micah, we got we got to make sure we get Micah signed now. <laughs> Deron Bland. <laughs> we got a while with him. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, we got two, we got two more years. Let's get our next. Russian cover, man. Seattle. Seattle comes up on Thursday. What concerns do we have about Seattle? We'll talk about it next with Danny McCray, Heckma Harrison, Barry Church. I'm Louis Scruggs. This is Players Lounge brought to you by Toast. Tito's on DallasCowboys.com radio.
To kick off the 2023 NFL season, Hugo Boss teamed up with the NFL and Micah Parsons to launch an iconic apparel collection featuring hoodies, crews, t-shirts, polos, joggers, and more. The bold, unique apparel of the Boss NFL collection unites football and fashion while reflecting what it truly means to be a boss. Get yours today at nflshop.com slash Hugo Boss, at hugoboss.com, and at Boss Retail Stores. Hashtag be your own boss. Hi, I'm Danny McRae, Dallas Cowboys alumni player here with Smoothie King. And Smoothie King wants to ask you, what's that sound? That's the sound of us magically transforming our smoothie bowls into two new decadent flavors. Dig into a cool acai or pitaya bowl handcrafted with crunchy, purely Elizabeth granola, fresh strawberries, and finished with a velvety chocolate hazelnut drizzle. Perfect for breakfast, lunch, or anytime you want to munch. And that's the sound of you making them disappear. Smoothie Bowls, now in two new decadent flavors. Only at Smoothie King, the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. It's the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black. And right now, Cowboys fans can get 15% off their $75 order. Plus, because every deal needs a playmaker, your order will include a free five-piece skincare set and free shipping. The Jack Black Playmaker is four of Jack's favorites and a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Make a play for the Playmaker at Get Jack Black com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip that's getjackblack.com slash cowboys with the code cowboys vip i'm Dak prescott quarterback of the dallas cowboys and they snap at the prescott who looks right it's not there he escapes left he'll run for a first down just like football when it comes to crypto it's important to have a team you can trust with blockchain.com i know i'm in good hands since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. Back to the Players' Lounge. Tis the season for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, leaders, leaders, and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. <laughs> Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. That's crazy, too, because they, they filling up. <laughs> they, 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 uh, I, checked, I checked the registrations today. I was like, ooh, yeah, y'all better hurry. Y'all better Get hurry. It won't be no emails coming out. Uh, hey, man, can you, can you give me a spot? No, nah, I can't do yeah, it. You doing it. Sign up now. Not on duty, huh? Excellent. That's All right, crazy. Cowboys, Jerry World. Cowboys are not 8-3. and three. They will be taking on the Seattle Seahawks, who are a 6-5 and five wah, wah. football team. They are 2-3 and three on the road. A lot of people saying, All right, Cowboys, you haven't beaten a team with a winning record. That's true, though. So here comes the Seattle Seahawks. If they beat the Seahawks, do they get do they get the credit here, Mr. Church? If they beat the Seahawks um, in, in a fashion that they've been doing these other teams, then I have no choice but to be like, hey, you know what? It's your, it's your world. You know, it's your world. Because if you look at it, it's true. They haven't beaten anybody with a winning record. All right? And every team they've gone against – the game has all been similar when you talk about falling right in the hands of a Dan Quinn where they can just pin their ears back and get after the quarterback. And that's when we know this defense works best, and that's when we know this team is rolling. This will be a tough matchup because Seattle, they got a tough defense, and I feel like they're going to make Dallas work for it offensively. And if Kenneth Walker, the running back for Seahawks, if he's ready to roll, Pete Carroll's a guy that's not going to just abandon the run. I mean, if you look at Washington, they were down – Maybe a touchdown, maybe 10 points. Yeah. And they were like, you know what? Hey, Sam Howe, it's on yeah. you. It's on you, Sam Howe. 
Pete Carroll's not going to just fade away from the run. It's going to take more than just a 10-point lead to get away from him. So you got those receivers on the outside. If Geno Smith can come to play, it's going to be a test. I still got the Cowboys winning this game, but oh, it's going to be a test, though. Picking already. It's going to be right. a test. You know, I, I love what you said about Seattle, and I'm with you on Kenneth Walker. Um, I thought that once he got injured, whether oblique or whatever mm-hmm. he's dealing with, I think a lot of the way that they schemed up with Geno changed. Now they became just one you know, pass-oriented. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? That allows defenses to just get after him and tee off, and they're having problems on the offensive line. The, um, I believe, don't they have our guy? Jason Peters is on their um, mm-hmm. on one of their, yeah, their left yeah. tackle right now. So I think too. that gives me hope for our defense. Um, I, I think our rush <laughs> is hope. <laughs> How about no, defense? Because... got after him. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yes, they, they did. Yes, he Thursday on the bench getting tended to? Yeah, yeah of course. They got after him. Hey, but he signed that deal. <laughs> he already know what. But I also think on the other end, defensively, you got to look at Leonard Williams came, came over from the mm-hmm. New York Giants. He's somebody that's used to playing us. But it's time for CD. And, and I'm you know, CD, I've watched the way the defense have started to change up things versus him. And it has allowed Cooks to get out. That's why when I look at that tape last week, I was like, yeah, Mike, that's how you use Cooks. Put him out there as a big play threat, and you're starting to see them also try and stretch the field. Dak missed on a big throw to CeeDee Lamb to open up the game. Dog, that would have that would have been huge. But I think if Seattle's one of those teams that they're going to – they feel confident in Devin Witherspoon. Oh, he's nice. He's nice. He's nice. Okay, I'm not taking anything uh, against him. So I'm just saying, are they going to stay in man zone? Which which are they going to play on, on 88? So I think it gives these guys, other guys an opportunity uh, as well. I, I love the way our tight ends are starting to round off over these last couple of stretches. I'm not even looking at it like from a record standpoint. I just feel like continuing to execute and win at home is the priority. Yeah, listen, uh, the one thing about this game uh, that, that will, uh, is going to be similar to the two games that we lost is this going to be a physical football game. This, this team is a physical team. They want to play defense physical. They want to play offense physical. They want to run the ball straight at you and see if your chin strap is buckled up and if you can last the entire game. All right? The two teams that beat us, physical teams. They want to play physical. So this is our chance not to, like, give them the credit to say they're better than San Francisco or they're better than, um, than Philadelphia, but to say, hey, when, when a physical team comes here, we can stand up to them and also play a physical brand of football as well. Do you think the eight and a half points that they're getting at home right now is that uh, do, oh, or look you gave already. <laughs> eight and a half? That's Dallas, only what, two below the Giants a couple weeks Dallas ago. Dallas is favored by yeah. eight and a half at home and the over under is 46 and a half points in this game. Oh, it's going over 46 for sure. It's going over 46 for you sure. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going over. You got an athletic quarterback. I mean, we. He's hurt. always. Oh, he, oh, Gino ain't playing? Yeah, he, no, he's he hurt. He's not 100. Yeah, it's not 100%. Ooh. But eight and no, a half. He, he's, eight uh, and he's playing. He's, he's playing, though, playing. Right? He's playing. Right. Yeah. Eight and a half, man. I'll take eight and a half. Listen. Cool, take that. A, I, when I look at the scores and I see the three and all that stuff, I don't know. It's just, a, it's just iffy. Eight and a half is a touchdown, field goal. We've been beating teams by 40. Us in close games, I don't know. I I, I think that if we beat them, we're going to beat them handily. Break out turkey legs, too? It, uh, no, no, Christmas ham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's honey baked. Yeah, you're honey baked. I did my uh, TV stand-ups afterwards next to the kettle, and and, and a weekly guy, uh, Pat Doney, looks in there. He pulls out a bag. Three turkey legs are in there. So they had put turkey Man. legs in every kettle. Mm. The disrespect. Did you grab one? He did. Did I, you you didn't taste it? No. 
No, it was, it was, it was already. Yeah, people talking <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Cleat all in. I'm going to put that back. Pebbles on that. Got <laughs> waffle prints. Right. That thing was put in this? there about 11, eight, 11 to 10 a.m., you know. Yeah. So it had been in there for a while. It had been there for a minute, but yeah. he ate it. I'm like, oh, okay. If it smoked, you all right. Speaking from a brother that don't eat turkey legs, don't do it. Call it sick tomorrow. He does some interesting things. He jumped in the pool of Arizona after the World Series and eating turkey leg. I'm like, man. He's living in the moment, bro. Oh, he ate it. Yeah. I thought he just picked it up no, and was no, like, look, no, a turkey leg. Oh, no, he, he said it was good. Like, you want it? <laughs> like that he cleat. gave me the other. You want, you want it? How, nope. that, how that Nike taste? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, bro. That ain't not it. doing that. What's, that. what's that shot you get? With, with, I, I don't know which one it is. But the shot you have to get it every couple of years or so. Y'all guys don't get shot. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, it, never mind. Just forget it. 35. Shots. <laughs> the shots. Flu <laughs> shot? It's not a flu shot. No, it's just. Anyway. No, that's a great time. <laughs> anyway. Great time to end the show. It's not brought to you by AARP. It's brought to you by Tostitos. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Daniel it's, Gray. It's not Thank the you. AARP shot, but I'm sure you guys are. Oh, crazy, man. <laughs> Barry Church. Louis Scruggs. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. I went for it. DallasCowboy.com. This has been a production of Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!